a great deal of money in a world full of suffering. Why you? Why not you? Does it mean you have to be a sweatshop operator? Who said ashamed? I'm not ashamed. I give people a livelihood. No? Then? And Jacob, this invented, patched-together Yiddishkeit Jacob, sighs, while Ari, eight years old, listens at the bathroom door, because Daddy is really talking to himself this time, shaving and talking, loud, easy to hear over the water, except not the words, but that's not what's so weird. Ari's used to that. It's that somebody's in there with him, and this other person is answering. So Ari goes to Senor Pedro's cage and lets the parakeet hop from his cage to his finger, then carries him down the hall to his mother's study. Freeze frame. You need to understand this house of theirs. It's substantial. One of a number of imposing houses in Brookline, part of greater Boston, built early in the century, but in a mid-nineteenth century style, with brick facade, classical portico, long, multi-paned windows downstairs in high-ceilinged rooms with mahogany trim and deep Victorian moldings. In the spacious entrance hall, a broad carpeted staircase— To the right, a large living room. To the left, a dining room and paneled library. Deborah has modernized the big kitchen with new cherry cabinetry, a $20,000 island of wood and technology in the center, and French doors onto the rock garden at the rear. There are bright oiled wood floors covered with orientals downstairs. Upstairs, thick taupe wall-to-wall carpeting. Ari, in socks, slides along this carpet to his mother's study. Signor Pedro's clipped wings flap. Ari knocks. Mom. Two syllables descending. Hmm? Hi. Ari isn't supposed to be in here. He knows that. But he's so sleepy this morning. He needs her. And Dad is being so weird. Ari plays it casual. Tentatively, he cuddles into his mom's big leather reading chair old leather cold against his skin, bird against his cheek, and listens to the click of her keyboard. One look at her shoulders tells him she isn't in the mood. She half-turns, keeps typing. Good morning, Ari. I'm really busy, I'm sorry, but I've got to go so soon. He just sits. She turns a little more. Yes, honey? He thinks about how to say it. I thought maybe you were in the bathroom with Daddy. Uh Uh-huh. She's typing again. Because Daddy's talking to somebody. Well, that's nothing new, for God's sake. He talks to himself. You know that. But somebody's there. Nobody's there. Your Daddy is just a little peculiar sometimes. With a different voice. Oh, you know, sometimes... She stops typing, swivels. What kind of voice? With an accent. An accent? An old. And, you know, like from another country, like the shamus at synagogue, except older even. Oh, well, you know your dad. He's kidding around. That's all it is. I see you're all dressed. Well, you look nice. Margaret will be here any minute to take you to school. You know your mom's leaving for the airport in like five minutes. Mom, you promised you wouldn't talk about yourself in third person. I'm leaving for the airport in five minutes, okay? Maybe I'll ask Daddy. Oh, I wouldn't. You'll just embarrass him. Daddy? Daddy doesn't get embarrassed. Anyway, it's nothing. Coming up for air, she asks, Has Karen gone? She has gone. The private bus service has picked Karen up for Buckingham. Deborah's chest feels suddenly heavier. She won't be seeing them for two days, and Karen didn't even stop in to say goodbye? 
Well, that's a statement. That's certainly a gesture. Her face tenses up like a soldier. Grim life. All right. Packed, ready for battle in Dallas. But really, talking to himself, for God's sakes, in another voice? They can lock him up and throw away the key. Give me a kiss goodbye, you sweet, sweet boy. And he does. She kisses his forehead. Is he hot? He's probably fine. Unlike Karen, whom Deborah thinks of as earthy, full of juice living at the edges of her skin, and not in some imitative, vulgar, victorious, secret way, Ari looks to his mother like a black-haired angel. About Ari, she's sentimental and unashamed. It's as if God had sculpted his delicate face into being, and just before letting him go from heaven, had put forefinger to nose, there, and pressed lightly. She saves.